Wrapping up the previous games and looking forward to the ones to come. This is Preps Rewind, presented by Gould Parts in downtown Eaton, Northern Colorado's voice. 103.1 and 1310 KFKA. Here's Clark Johnson. Good Saturday morning, everybody. Welcome to the Preps Rewind right here on Northern Colorado's voice. 103-1-13-10 KFKA Championship Saturday for the Patriot League Tournament. We'll be out at the Budweiser Event Center tonight following UNC Bears basketball tonight. We'll jump right to us at the BEC for the uh, Boys Patriot League Championship Tournament game. Sterling and uh, Resurrection Christian one more time. These two great basketball teams will fight it out for the uh, Patriot League Championship uh, tonight, probably 8 o'clock, 8.15, maybe even as late as 8.30. You know how those uh, last games of 8 go on a particular uh, a week, or a particular day. So we'll find out how late we are. It says 7.30 tip, but uh, uh, history says we'll be between 8 and 8.30, probably safely to say, for our tip tonight. On the program today, we'll uh, talk to, uh, this is fun, uh, state championship wrestler Eddie Lemos, who joined Clark and the coach earlier this week. We've got that interview for you. Eddie, uh, ter- he's going to Iowa State to play football, and he's a state wrestling champion. So talk about a, a student athlete that uh, is uh, over the moon uh, as far as uh, his abilities. Sydney Leffler, Colorado Mesa freshman. She was a uh, state champion volleyball player at uh, Eaton High School. Uh, her sister, Anna Leffler, is a stud basketball player for Todd Hernandez and the Eaton Reds. Now also a, a volleyball player, but uh, I think Anna's going to play basketball. Sydney's the volleyball player. She's out at Colorado Mesa. We talked to her and uh, caught up with her. We'll get that interview for you as well. And then Mike Holloway, the Sterling basketball coach, ahead of tonight's game against Resurrection Christian. How about this? Resurrection Christian beating Sterling for the last five meetings. Can they get him again? They got him in the regular season, but as we always say, how hard Hard to beat a great team two times in a row and in such uh, close proximity. I mean, they just played about eight days ago. Uh, interesting situation uh, tonight in the uh, in the championship game. I always hearken back to oh the year that uh, Tanner Irvin was a senior for uh, Resurrection Christian and uh, Bodie Hume was a junior then. Of course, the UNC star that we're talking about, Bodie Hume, was a junior out at uh, Sterling High School. Oh, man, they put on a show in front of a packed house over at uh, a Bank of Colorado Arena on the UNC campus, a 66-63 Resurrection Christian win that day. Probably my favorite game uh, ever to sit in front of and call. And it, the atmosphere was great. The game was unmatched. Uh, great stuff. Maybe we see another one like that. Tonight, Gould Parts in downtown Eaton are a great sponsor on Preps Rewind. Uh, Alan Gould is great staff. They just have their hand in the mix in so many things we do here at uh, Preps Radio and at KFKA. Um, can't thank Alan, Vic, Marie, the whole gang so much for what they do here on Preps Radio. As I always say, man, circle it, stick it up on the fridge, 454-3355. That's the number to call. Uh, car part, truck part, big machine part, anything you need, uh, quality Napa parts. They've got it all for you. They'll they'll knock it out of the park. Gould Parts in downtown Eaton. All right, let's get to the uh, 
let's set it up. On the uh, first segment here, we're going to get to the Patriot League uh, Championship bracket for you, uh, boys and girls. Eight games out there today. We'll run through those real quick. Then last night's scoreboard, 4A and 5A girls played last night in the round of 32. So we've got sweet 16 matchups on the girls' side, 4A and 5A. And then the boys will go tonight and complete their round of 32 as well. All right, uh, Patriot League looks like this today, and it's one game started already. Valley and Strasburg on the girls' side are uh, knocking it out of the park right now. That's a 9 a.m. game. Uh, girls, let's go down the girls' side. Every three hours you'll get a girls' game today. Uh, noon, uh, the fifth-place game will be Brush and Highland on the girls' side. Three hours later at 3 o'clock, Todd Hernandez, the Eaton Reds against Resurrection Christian Girls. That's for third place in the tournament. And then tonight, the championship at 6 o'clock, uh, Tanya Schisler and her Platte Valley Broncos, the defending state champions, undefeated, will take on uh, Matt Baumgartner and the University Bulldogs uh, number three against number one in the seedings in the tournament. Uh, 18-point game earlier this year. Platte Valley beat University. However, I think this one's much closer tonight. But can anybody beat the Platte Valley girls? That's the question this year. Boys' side will look like this. As we said, four games every three hours. will start at 10.30 with the seventh-place game. Platte Valley Broncos, Max Zenk and company take on uh, Landon Martin and the Strasburg Indians. That's at 10.30. 1.30 will be the fifth-place game. The Brush Beat Diggers and the Eaton Reds will see if Walker Martin, Mitch Haythorn, and company can get it done for fifth place in the tournament. 4.30 today, the third place game, University in Highland. Uh, Bobby Irvin and his club against uh, Pete Freeman and the Huskies. Uh, two teams I think that nobody really wants to play and come state tournament time. We'll see where they land. Resurrection Christian and Sterling, our championship game tonight. As we said, look forward about 8 o'clock right after the UNC game. Uh, we'll jump on with you and get you the championship tonight on Preps Radio. So that's the uh, 3A tournament. We run to the 4A tournament. Uh, girls scores last night. Run through those real quick for you. Windsor Wizards, uh, they get the win last night, of course, as they should. The number one seed in the tournament, 66-32, I should say, over Riverdale Ridge. So Karen Nichols' teams, they'll get Durango in the uh, second round. Uh, the Well, actually, it's the third round because you had the opening round on Wednesday. But Sweet 16 on Tuesday, it'll be Windsor and Durango. Durango knocked off Littleton 40-34. to Severance gets the win. The girls, one of only two of... Uh, what did they play? Well, there were, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, sixteen games last night. There were only two at the 4A level where the uh, lower seed won the game. Severance won. They beat, uh, they, and they're the 29 seed and beat the four George Washington. Severance girls, big win for them, 50 to 47. Uh, they'll take on Classical Academy in the Sweet 16 on Tuesday. Classical Academy beat Lewis Palmer, 44 23. So big upset there. The other upset. On the uh, girls' side, well, that was the Durango game we told you about. But that was a 17 over a 16. Nothing big uh, right there. Mead Mavericks girls, uh, they uh, bested Northfield last night, the 5 over the 28. They beat them 50 to 26. Easy win there. Mead's going to get Thompson Valley in the Sweet 16. So a couple of local teams will match up. TV beat Palmer Ridge 57-44. These are all girls' scores last night, 4A. Uh, Berth had won 66-21 against Mesa Ridge. They'll get Mullen in the next round. Roosevelt and Grand Junction both won. Roosevelt won. They beat uh, Thomas Jefferson by a final score of 67-31. Roosevelt girls are rolling. So Berthet girls, Roosevelt girls, 4A level, look out. Could be very, very dangerous. Uh, Grand Junction won last night, so they'll get Roosevelt. 
Uh, Region 4 Holy Family Girls, uh, they rolled Mountain View last night. And on the bottom of that bracket, Northridge uh, beat up Centaurus. So Dan Beck's team, the number 11 seed, gets a 42-34 win. Holy Family is going to get Skyview in the Sweet 16. Northridge will take on Green Mountain in the Sweet 16. 5A Girls last night went like this. Valor Christian, they got the win. Uh, So did Air Academy. Those two will meet in the second round. Let's get down to some locals here. In the FRL teams, Monarch uh, and Legacy. How about that? Monarch, Legacy, a couple FRL teams match up. Monarch gets the win, the four seed, 59-41. They'll take on Fossil Ridge, so you get another FRL matchup there in the Sweet 16. That's going to be on Tuesday, as we said. Monarch and Fossil Ridge. Fossil beat Eagle Crest last night, 55-40. Fort Collins goes out, so the Fort Collins Lampkins boys and girls both out in the first round. Uh, Fort Collins drops a 42-40 decision to Pine Creek, so Kirsten Young, uh, her team, is uh, on the sideline after that loss right there. All right, that's uh, 5A girls right there. We'll set up the boys 4A and 5A if we've got time today for you, but right now, let's break aside. We'll come back in a moment and continue with the program. Eddie Lemos, uh, state wrestling champion. He's going to Iowa State to play football, so we'll come back and talk to Eddie in a moment. It is the Preps Rewind brought to you by Gould Parts in downtown Eaton. Back in a moment on Northern Colorado's Voice 1031 and 1310 KFKA. Welcome back on a Saturday morning here in Northern Colorado Prep Rewind. Looking at a little sun out there. Let's get some warmth in this place. I hear we're going to get to 60 next week, so uh, can't wait for that. Uh, Clark Johnson with you here on the Prep Rewind. want to thank Tatanka Grill. Tell you what, if you're on the road, you want. how often do you think about going to a gas station to eat, too? I'm just saying. And it's not the frozen stuff that you get at another place. Made-from-scratch food a restaurant right inside of a gas station. It's unbelievable. That's the Tatanka Grill, folks. And, uh, I mean, they've got you out at the uh, big uh, uh, station in uh, in Kersey out there at uh, Kramer's Wedge Store. They can take care of you. But it's also got you covered at the uh, U-Fillets in both Greeley and Eaton. And all of that food coming to you from the Tatanka Grill, made from scratch every day. Uh, street tacos are off the hook. I mean, they're got five or six different kind of burritos, sandwiches. I mean, unbelievable stuff. And like I said, made from scratch every single day. Uh, everybody knows on the road, it's where you go, Tatanka Grill, uh, made from scratch food. Uh, appreciate their uh, sponsorship here on Preps Radio. All right, uh, let's get to the boys and girls, or boy, uh, boys games for tonight. Uh, we got plenty of time, so and then we'll get to the Eddie Lemos interview. Also want to uh, throw it a congratulations to all the local uh, state champion wrestlers. Well, uh, there's about 10, 12 of them that uh, we'll mention here as we get to that, that interview with Eddie Lemos here. But uh, boys game tonight, let's go that uh, direction. Uh, it is the 4A boys, which will go tonight. Windsor Wizards, John Rakeski's team, the eighth seed, will be at home tonight against uh, Palmer Ridge. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sa- Yeah, I, I keep going back and saying, okay, yeah, Friday night was girls, Saturday night was boys. Uh, uh, let's, right, let's get it right. So, yeah, tonight, Windsor and Palmer Ridge. Longmont will go against uh, Thompson Valley. Also, uh, Jeff Kloster's Trojans, the nine seed, going to be at home against Thompson Valley. So you get a nice little matchup there uh, between two northern Colorado basketball teams. Pueblo South and Roosevelt. Um, look at Roosevelt. See what Matt Genesee's team can get done tonight. They're the 31 seed. They've got to go down and play Pueblo South on the road tonight. Uh, good luck, no doubt, to the uh, Rough Riders. Mead Mavericks, Darren Reese's team. I think Coach and I, uh, Bruce Dick and I, think 
still, this is the team you got to beat. you got to knock off the defending champion and Darren Reese's team, who if you look closely at the losses, uh, they're pretty good losses too. So uh, this team's uh, salty, no doubt. Meade, the three seed, will take on Widefield uh, tonight, the 30 seed. Frederick and Severance go uh, for a chance to uh, get to the Sweet 16. Frederick uh, and Severance. Frederick's the sixth seed. Severance is the 27th. They played earlier this year, and Frederick kind of had their way with Chad Saul's team. But uh, the way Ty Adam and Severance are playing right now, I'm just saying you probably get a closer game tonight. Maybe Severance has a, a shot on an upset alert tonight, but uh, the Warriors from Frederick, pretty, pretty good basketball team. 5A games locally tonight. You want to keep your eye on Rock Canyon and Pooter uh, go tonight. That game at uh, Rock Canyon High School. And uh, that will be for a chance to play the winner of Mountain Vista and Overland. Uh, let's see, going down to Region 2, Vista Ridge and Silver Creek tonight. Silver Creek was the team that played 4A all year. They played in that 4A, 5A Northern, and then jumped up, of course, to 5A at the end of the year. And uh, they took out Fort Collins in that opening ball game uh, for the uh, the round of 48. So they're into the 32, a chance to get to the 16 with a win tonight. Don't put it past Silver Creek. The 21 seed, they could get there tonight against the 12 seed Vista Ridge. Uh, Fossil Ridge and Monarch also go tonight, so a Matt Johansson's team's the number two seed in the tournament. They can win the whole thing. Uh, Cody Meshack and uh, this group, uh, uh, Nick Randall and company, they can go get it done. Uh, Fossil Ridge can. Let's see how far they can go. They start their journey tonight against the Monarch uh, Coyotes, the 31 seed in the tournament at Fossil Ridge High School. Horizon, another FRL team that will host tonight. Uh, The Hawks are at home against Legacy, another FRL team. So, uh, Horizon and Legacy battle the seven versus the twenty-six in uh, in that one. By the way, by the way, if Fossil Ridge does get the win tonight, like they should, they'll get the winner of Ralston Valley and uh, Fountain Fort Carson, who play. That's probably a Ralston Valley Fossil Ridge Sweet Sixteen matchup if everything goes right. And then down at the bottom of the uh, page, the Smoky uh, is Smoky Hill, the eleven seed, and the twenty-two Rocky Mountain, the Lobos, Jeff Gallego's team uh, against a very good Smoky Hill team tonight. Can the Lobos, Aiden, Cool, Charlie Dorch and company go get it done tonight against uh, Smoky Hill. Interesting, interesting game uh, in that one. That's the 4A, 5A boys tonight. We gave you the lineup already for the Patriot League tournament. Let's, uh, let's go talk wrestling for just a sec ahead of the uh, Eddie Lemos interview here. And uh, what a great run for our northern Colorado wrestling teams this year. Of course, the Eaton Reds, Tony Mastari and company, get their second school championship, their first uh, not attached to another one. They shared the title a couple of years ago with the Valley Vikings, but congrats. And uh, led by Alex Castaneda, Ryan Dirksen with their championship, uh, uh, their state championships on the individual side. What a run uh, for the Eaton Reds. What a run for that school that just seems to every single sport. They're popping out uh, state champions and they're doing it in unbelievable fashion at Eaton High School. All right, so we talked about Alex. He won at a buck thirty-two, the three A level for the Reds. Ryan Dirksen won at a at a buck seventy at the three A level for the Reds. Um, here were the other uh, state champions locally to us out here in the northern Colorado area. Uh, Zach Tittle won at a buck forty-five in the two A. Uh, won the state title for the Highland Huskies. Congrats to Zach. Uh, Roberto Estrada, a buck twenty at the three uh, A level. That's a Weld Central wrestler. 
Uh, Dimitri Garza at 138, 3A level for uh, Fort Lupton. Uh, he was a state champion. Strasburg had another uh, a gold ball winner. Zach Marrero, uh, buck 45 at the 3A level, of course. Sterling, another 3A club at 152 pounds. Castaeus Combs gets the... Uh, the uh, championship, the state championship wrestling at a buck fifty-two for Sterling. Then Eddie Lemos, of course, we're going to hear Eddie's e- uh, interview in just a second, so hang on to that. One hundred and sixty pounds gets uh, Resurrection Christian's first individual state wrestling championship. Colby Runner, how about Colby knocking it out of the park for the Severance Silver Knights at a buck eighty-two? Need to get Colby on the air too. Uh, we'll get him uh, soon. Aiden Trahill, the big boy out at Valley, won it at uh, two eighty-five in the heavyweights. Uh, so congrats to uh, to Aiden Trujillo. Jackson Rarden from Thompson Valley, um, 113 pounds, the 4A. Jackson Rarden, unbelievable run for him. Kobe Johnson in Loveland, 120 pounds at the 4A level state champion. Remember, his sister Morgan Johnson also. It's Kobe's third and his sister's third, unofficially two for Morgan, I guess, because the first year the girls weren't officially sanctioned in there yet. But, but realistically, Kobe Johnson and Morgan Johnson Brother and sister wrestlers, three-peats. How about that stuff? I mean, that's just crazy, crazy, crazy news. Clayton Robinson, the only guy, Clayton Robinson, the only guy to defeat Eddie Lemos this year. And Clayton's a 4A wrestler. Eddie's the 3A wrestler. What did they both do? They came out and both won t- uh, championships at their classes. Clayton wins at the 4A level, a buck sixty for the Roosevelt Rough Riders, the uh, just an unbelievable run for our wrestlers this year, no question about it. Uh, all right, uh, we did catch up with Eddie Lemos, the uh, state winner at a buck sixty in the three level for Resurrection Christian. First, as we said, wrestler at Res to get a state title. Uh, Eddie's on his way to Iowa State to play football. We caught up with him on Clark and the Coach after the uh, the win for the state championship. Here's Eddie on the show. Eddie, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you guys? No, oh, we're doing great. Good, Eddie. Man, it's uh, you know I love to see coming from the middle school first ever wrestling match up through the ranks to become a state champion. Congratulations! Yeah. Thank you, guys. It means a lot. Thank you. All right, uh, Eddie. Tell us about the experience going down there. First of all, um, I'm going through the the results and everything for you guys, and I don't see another top six finisher for you guys um how many other wrestlers had qualified for state and and how many guys did you have by your side when you were down there we took um we took six this year including me but uh yeah we had no other top six finishers this year unfortunately but next year we we definitely will who were the who were the hey eddie who were the guys that you can talk about on your squad that helped you so much this year because if you don't have a match um you don't you don't you know you got to rely on the guys that that are you know on your team because that's how you're getting better each day in practice who are those guys who are those matchups in practice and everything that you want to say hey thanks guys Definitely uh, Will Reeves and uh, Ethan Goldfain. They were my partners all year, and they were both ranked in the top eight all year, and so they they pushed me every day in practice. So it was really good. And also I was with my coach, uh, Coach Spry, who was sure. coaching me on the side during my finals match, and we wrestled almost every day too. And he was an All-American in college, so he pushed me to my limits also. So, Eddie, take us through your, your – What did you go four matches to the the entire tournament? Yeah, four matches, four no. Yeah, yeah. To give us the first three leading up to that to the finals. Did you cruise through? I mean, what were the first three like for you? I saw the well, the kid that was uh, ahead of you that you kind of vied for top spot with Troni from Mullen. He ended up losing yeah. his uh, his uh, semifinal match. But uh, talk about your first three heading up to uh, to finals. How how well were you wrestling? 
Yeah, uh, first two matches were pretty easy. I uh, They weren't too hard, you know, just doing my stuff, uh, getting my technique down. And then that Simon's match, and it was going to be a tough one. He's a tall kid, good record and stuff. So I knew it was going to be a pretty tough one. So it was a 6-6 in the third period with about 30 seconds left. And then mm-hmm. I got a two-point take. Uh, and then I got a two-point takedown with about five seconds left and won the match. Wow. That's a buzzer yeah. beater. That is a buzzer oh, beater. Yeah. You were you know you were cruising and you just you had him in your hip pocket the whole way. So um yeah, yeah. you you were going to get there. Take us through. So you get to the match against uh, Gennaro Pino from uh, Pueblo Central. Were you thinking in the back of your mind you're going to see Troni in that spot? Yeah, honestly, I was I thought I was going to see uh Troni the whole tournament honestly sure. and then uh I watched that match after my son match they were after me and I was like, "Oh my gosh, he might lose." And then he got upset. So it was crazy to watch that match. Did you see anything, or had you ever wrestled this uh, this cat that you beat in the finals? Yeah, I beat him earlier in the season. I think eight to six, eight to seven, just a couple weeks prior. So I knew this was definitely a chance to get a state title this year. Fantastic stuff, right there. Take us through the match uh, first. You know, three periods. Um, how did it start for you, and how did it finish? Yeah. So first period, no one got takedown. We go into the second period, zero zero. He chooses bottom. He gets an escape. So he's actually beating me 1-0. And I think I get a takedown. I, I had a couple takedowns on the edge that they didn't give me. Mm. I think two. And uh, so that was two four points right there that I couldn't get. And then I got a takedown at the end of the second period to make it 2-1. And then he got an escape. So I made it 2-2 going into the third period. And then I chose bottom and I got a reversal. So I was up 4-2. And then with about a minute left, he got an escape, made it 4-3, and then he couldn't score on me again, so I won 4-3. Uh, Eddie, describe just the excitement and jubilation. Uh, I saw the picture uh, hugging your dad, uh, Brian, who also serves as as your coach. But what if you can't just describe the feelings of that moment to us? Yeah, it's definitely a, it's the best feeling I've had in sports so far in my wow. uh, high school career, just being a state champion, you know, it's there's no other feeling like it, honestly, that I've had. So it's just amazing, especially with my own dad uh, on the side coaching me. So that was really special to me. All right, Eddie. Congratulations, man. Are you are we are you done, or do you have something in the spring here that you're going to do? No, I'm not going to run track. I'm just going to focus on uh, training for Iowa State. So yeah, boy, that's the bigger. big one. Yeah, you got to get I your know. fanny out to Ames and see what that's going to look like. So, uh, man, good I luck know. to you. Hey, okay with you if we keep track of you at uh, Iowa State and maybe give you a call down the road? Oh, yeah, for sure. I'd love that. That'd be awesome. Hey, Eddie, just real quick, one more question. Will you spend any time out there this uh, summer, or will you just report uh, in August with uh, the other students? No, I'll uh, I'll either go in June or July. I'll go down there early. So they're going to have me down there in June or July, so yeah. Fantastic, man. Thank you so much. It's yeah. been a blast, dude, watching you play football, wrestle, do everything that you do at uh, Resurrection Christian. Take that stuff to Ames and uh, go be a uh, sure. go be a cyclone out there, will you? For sure. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. All right. There is uh, Eddie Lemos, uh, the senior out at uh, Resurrection Christian High School. State champion, first one at the school uh, individually for wrestling, and uh, big stuff right there. Headed to Iowa State to play football. All kinds of good stuff right there. Thank you to Gould Parts in downtown Eaton, uh, right off of Highway 85 and Collins Street. Uh, Alan Gould, his great staff. Vic, Marie, Marty, the whole, the whole gang's just going to take care of you walking in the door. When you're in there, 
Just say, hey, thank you so much for what you do for KFKA, for Preps Radio, for getting our games, our student-athletes, the shows on the air. Um, They're integral in what we do. They've been with us for 10 years now, sponsors like that that make everything happen here for us to get you uh, uh, caught up with your schools and your student-athletes out here uh, in Preps Radio land. All right, we'll come back in a moment. Another great interview. Sydney Leffler caught up with her and Clark and the coach. Colorado Mesa freshman. Uh, playing Eaton High State champion her senior year, of course, out there. Man, you should see how she did as a freshman at Colorado Mesa. Impactful a freshman, no question. We'll talk about her plaudits, get to the interview, all of that coming back here in a moment on Northern Colorado's Voice, 1031 and 1310 KFK. Welcome back. Championship Saturday for the Patriot League Tournament tonight following UNC Basketball. Resurrection Christian and Sterling Boys will play for the Patriot League Championship, not unlike other years. So uh, we'll get to that. This has been a great week on uh, Clark and the Coach, too. Weekdays, 11 to noon. Catch us, myself and Coach Bruce Dick, as uh, we get to talk uh, high school sports, talk a little college and pro, too, as well in the mix in there. But it's uh, most of the stuff we do is, of course, uh, most everything I do at the station is involved in, with the uh, preps radio. So uh, good stuff every day. We caught up with Sydney Leffler. Sydney was a state champion volleyball player out at Eden High School, playing for college. Colorado Mesa as a freshman, oh my, freshman of the year in the conference. I mean, just unbelievable plots for, uh, and we'll talk about that. We do talk about it during the interview with Sydney, but uh, caught up with the uh, Colorado Mesa freshman. Here's that interview. Sydney, how are you? I'm really good. How are you guys? Fantastic. Doing good, Sydney. Hey, tell me about that. Uh, that's a pretty cool thing they can never take away from you. Your senior year, able to grab a state championship at Eaton. Um, you still think about that from time to time? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it always comes up, especially since Anna is still being in high school. I mean, just even thinking about it, that's just like something that I think I'll always hold on to in my life. And just having being able to have Anna and like share that memory with her, that's something that I will always have in such a big part of my life. I just, yeah, definitely in that team and just getting to play for Gwen. Yeah. Yeah, you talk about your sister, Anna, who's killing it for uh, Todd Hernandez on the basketball team. (laughs) She's a volleyball player as well, too. How much did that help you growing up? And and was there a little sibling rivalry between you guys, a little competitiveness going through it? Yes, of course. We'd always laugh about that. But um, since volleyball was the thing we always played, Gwen would always laugh, especially our freshman and sophomore year. We would definitely fight a lot more than we did our junior and senior year but it would be in practice all the time fighting and stuff and but it always made us better because we always were competing to push each other to do better because we always wanted to be better than the other one so it was definitely always a something that was good and not bad but yeah we definitely fought a lot (laughs) well sydney after your great high school career it seems like you just kind of continued your freshman year at mesa but what was the biggest adjustment from high school to college um i definitely think it was i was just kind of my junior and senior year there was a lot of like i was just better than a lot of people were and so i think coming to college it was just there was finally people that were at the same level as me or better. And so I really had to turn on my skills and just like turn my everything that I did up to have purpose and really push myself to always want to do better and beat the girl out next to me. And so I think that was definitely just the biggest difference is just I was always being pushed. There was never like I could never just 
settle with what I was doing. I always, in the next practice, I had to push myself to do better and just to keep that spot. And I think, too, going into college is just like the block, obviously, is a lot different. So I can't just swing down like I did in high school. Um, it was, that was definitely one of the biggest changes that I had to make as well as during, in gameplay is just hitting over the block and hitting around it and figure out different shots. All right. You know, Coach is talking about you going to the next level, and I'm looking here. I mean, the list of your kudos at uh, at Mesa so far have been crazy. Armac, so tell me if I'm wrong on any of these. Armac Freshman of the Year, All yep. Armac First Team, Armac mm-hmm. All Tournament Team, and you were Player of the Week in October. Um, my goodness gracious, for a freshman, did you expect that kind of success early in your career at Mesa? <laughs> no, I actually, I didn't. I just knew that. I honestly, like in the beginning, I wasn't really looking at obviously all the articles and stuff, and they'd always have me in for press conferences. I think that was just something that I did for myself so that I knew I always had to push myself because that's just what I wanted for myself. Was And I always felt like even getting those the player of the week and all that, I just like felt like I needed to do more. And so obviously, yeah, I don't know. And I, yeah, it was just an amazing season, and getting to play up here was so amazing. I, yeah. All right, so tell me what you're working on now. When Sidney Leffler's done with this regular season, what does the offseason look like you volleyball-wise? I mean, what do, you, what do you do to keep your game going? Do you take some time where you just don't uh, touch a volleyball for quite a while? And then what do you need to work on? What are you, what are you working on between now and your sophomore season yeah. that you can say, boy, I'm going to go get them? Um, so right now I'm actually – the only time that I did take off was over Christmas break which was really nice. But as soon as I got back on campus, um, I'm actually a part of the beach team here at Mesa. Oh, too. cool. So, yeah, so I'm doing a double season. So I haven't, ever since I've been here, I've been touching a ball. So that's what I'm doing right now. Um, and I'm also doing indoor stuff too. Like yesterday I did a practice indoor and weights with the indoor team. So I'm doing both. Um, so it's really fun. It's tiring sometimes, but I love it. And I don't know what I would do with myself if I wasn't busy all the time. Um, and what I need to do to really push myself next season is obviously I was not a six rotation player. So I'm really working on my passing, which is a part of the reason that I'm playing beach. Cause that is a really big sure. beach. You have to pass. There's only two people. Right. So that's, I want to be a six rotation player. So I'm really working on my passing as well as just hitting around, just working on more shots and stuff, which beach is really going to help me with. So I'm really excited for my sophomore season. Uh, Sydney, when you talk beach, give us a visualization of what practices and uh, look like for beach volleyball in Grand Junction, Colorado. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I didn't know they had a. I didn't know they had an ocean out there too. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, no, we don't. Um, so we actually don't have any indoor facilities either. So it's all outdoor. Really? And right. yeah, yep. And so we practice outdoor. So it's been very cold, very very cold. Um, we were practicing actually the other day. I think that was Wednesday when it was snowing up here and we were still practicing right when it was starting to snow. So, I mean, the weather obviously gives us an advantage. It's not fun to practice in, but when competition time comes, it's definitely an advantage to us. So, I mean, that's really cool, but there's, I think 20 girls, about 20 girls on the team. And so, yeah, just, you get paired with your partner and then just playing against each other mostly. All right, Sydney. I'm going to ask you the. I got to ask a dumb question here. Beach <laughs> beach volleyball is it is the most important difference. You've got to get footwork involved because you're stuck in sand. Yes, definitely. Yes. And All right. 
also, yeah, there's only two people, so it's just right. a lot more to cover. And, yeah, walking in, it's like in indoor, it's longer strides for your approach. And in sand, obviously, it has to be much shorter because sure. of the sand. Yeah. How do you so keep that's definitely the been a huge adjustment. <laughs> Sydney, how do you keep the sand soft in uh, I was going to, I zero, thought he was going to say, how do you keep it out of your shoes? But zero okay. degree weather. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but you wear sand socks, but that's all that you get. <laughs> no shoes. Okay, Sydney, one more now. This is, you know, away from volleyball. Are you one of those students that uh, goes and cheers on the uh, men's and women's basketball team during your off season? Yes, I have been going. I haven't really gotten the chance. The girls is always earlier, so it's at like 5, and we get done with practice around so I've gone to some other games on Saturdays, but I go to more of the men's basketball games. But I definitely do go. All right, you make sure you say hello to uh, to Reese and Isaac for us. Uh, <laughs> okay, our, well. our guys from uh, Coach Dick had both of those guys on his res team. So yeah, that's yeah, uh, we've I got a pr- pretty good connection down there. Talk about classes at uh, at, at down in Grand Junction at uh, at Colorado Mesa. Um, what do you enjoy, and what would you like to ditch? I enjoy this semester microbiology lecture and lab, and I would definitely like to ditch English. <laughs> that way, that's. Have you found the great places to eat? I mean, do you have a favorite uh, a favorite place to go grub? Um, there's a place called Los Jays that's really good, and everyone here loves to go there. It's also open 24 hours, so. Everyone here goes there. Right on. When you don't have, have a- nothing in Windsor that's open 24 <laughs> that's hours, Sydney, you know that. That's a college town. Yeah. The kids are up at 3 in the morning, Bruce. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yep, I remember yep. that. I went to Fresno State. There was a jack-in-the-box right across the street from our dorm. And my <laughs> God, they did between 2 and 4 in the morning, they did incredible business. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's good yep. stuff. What do you When you're not holding a volleyball, what do you like to do to, to relax and, and, <sighs> and get outside and, and do stuff? What, what's, what's that interest to you? Um, I definitely just, I, my roommate is actually a girl on the tennis team. So mm. me and her, um, just hang out. I like to hang out with friends a lot. I just, I don't know when I am not doing volleyball, we just kind of hang out and do nothing this weekend. We're actually going to go up to the hot springs, which is in Glenwood. So oh, that's one of my fun to do favorite places yeah. in Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. great stuff. Well, Sydney, we really enjoyed watching you of course in high school, but, uh, really proud the way you're rocking and rolling out at uh, Mesa for your freshman year. Go kill Thank them next you. year. Yeah. And I, if it's okay with you, man, we'd love to keep in contact with you and join in with you oh, yes, of course. next year at some point, if that's okay yes, with you. Definitely. Oh. Yes. Anytime. All right, there's uh, Cynthia Leffler, the uh, freshman from Colorado Mesa. Man, that was fun uh, talking to her. How impactful as a freshman to be uh, knocking it out of the park there. So uh, a sophomore year for her uh, coming up, no doubt, and get to talk about uh, her and her sister, Anna, who's uh, killing it at uh, Eaton High School on the basketball team. So uh, good stuff right there. All right, uh, we'll come back in a moment. Uh, Mike Holloway, the Sterling basketball head coach, going to jump on Sterling and Rez Christian. For all the marbles in the Patriot League tonight, Patriot League Championship, oh, 8, 8, 15, something like that tonight. We'll have it for you on KFKA. Back in a moment on Northern Colorado's Voice, 103.1 and 13.10 KFKA. All right, welcome back to uh, Prep Rewind on this Saturday. Thank you again to Gold Parts, our great sponsor on the program. Any part you need to use, just circle it, stick it up on the fridge, folks. Four five four thirty three fifty five. Uh, Gold Parts in downtown Eaton, great sponsor here of the Preps Rewind tonight. Right after UNC basketball, 
Uh, Bears should be rocking and rolling, finishing up about 8.15 with a postgame show. They'll come out to us, and my guess is that's going to be right about start time for a game scheduled for 7.30, but uh, as late as those games go, eighth game out there at the Budweiser Event Center today, uh, you can guess that it's going to be a little later than scheduled. So my guess is we'll tip about 8.15, Resurrection Christian and Sterling tonight. Uh, the Sterling Tigers, five the last five years, uh, five trips to the final four or better, including a state championship, probably would have won another one in the COVID year. So uh, uh, Mike Holloway's Tigers, always uh, the team to beat in the Patriot League, at least lately. Caught up with the coach, Mike Holloway, on Clark and the coach. Here's uh, the Sterling uh, head man. Good win for your kids last night, right, Mike? It was, yeah. Played well, got off to a good start in the first quarter and just kind of hung on from there. But uh yeah, we felt good about the win. All right, it's a Husky team that uh, played out in that game that started on Friday and ended on Monday uh, in Kersey. They put 97 points on the board. These guys can score. You held them to 49, and you know I'm starting to see what I hear. I hear so many coaches out here, and you know you guys can score. Jackson Kyle's ridiculous, uh, uh, Dylan DiOrio, all the guys that you have, but it's the defense that you hear. I keep hearing from other coaches this Sterling defense. They're long and they're active, and you guys are really good. Your thoughts on that, uh, comment yeah you know that's what we kind of pride ourselves on we've been pretty good defensively for for quite a few years and we really emphasize that and work really hard on it and so uh, we honestly probably haven't been as good this year as we have been in the past but you know we're kind of getting better at the right time kids are kind of starting to get the hang of it and figure out exactly what we want to do and uh so we're, we're starting to come around on that end of the floor all right, uh, so now we get to going forward. And where, where do you stand with this team this year? So many successful teams. I think we've talked before the last five years, Final Four or better. Um, how does this team stack up? What's the difference between this team and the other teams that have been successful for you? You know, we've kind of got, you know, Jackson carries us a little bit offensively, but we've got some other kids that are capable. We have, uh, you know, Ben Browning, who's a junior guard for us, came out last night and scored 18 points and shot the heck out of the ball and really played well. And so... Uh, we've got some different kids that can step up. We're not as deep as we've been in the past and uh, not necessarily as lengthy, but we've just got a lot of kids, like I said, that are, that are working really hard. And I think more than some of the teams we've had recently, this team's kind of improved as the, year's gone, as the season has gone on. So um, I think our ceiling is still a little bit higher. Some of those teams, you know, they were pretty talented and they, they can maybe peak Oh, in the middle of the season, and there wasn't a whole lot of room for improvement. And, and I think this this year's crew, um, our ceiling is definitely still high, and so we're excited about that and, and hoping to kind of play our best basketball <clears throat> Excuse me, as we wind down here. Uh, Mike, I was not at your first uh, resurrection game, but uh, had some friends that observed that, and they just flat out told me, they says, you know what, Sterling was not on their A game. Is that is that a fair statement? Uh, going back to that first contest that you played the uh, Cougars, yeah, you know, partly I think that's true. I don't think we were on our A game. I think some of that has to do with um, Res Christian, you know, and, and they're they're a really good team and and they guard you and, and run some good stuff. So uh, we're we're hoping, you know, we had Jackson played really well that game and we didn't have a lot around him. Um, and so, you know, like I said, we've got guys that are capable. And uh, I think Dylan Diorio, one of our starters, and Ben, who I just mentioned, I think they had four points between them combined. Yep. And so, you know, you're going to have a tough time beating a good team with that kind of production from, from some of our guys. So I think kids are excited about the opportunity. Um, it's always fun to go down and, you know, play at the Budweiser Event Center. So they're excited about that. And we know Rez will be ready. So hopefully we'll have another great game. 
Well, I'm sure it will be a great game. And I know from being on the opposite side a couple of years ago, your guys' defense always makes offenses just, you know, work so hard. And uh, just such a compliment to you and your coaching. But uh, uh, defensively, you guys are very basic, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, you just do well sure. uh, guarding. Yeah, and, and it is. It's, you know, sim- simple is better. I, I mean, it's kind of our philosophy. I'm not smart enough to do anything that's very complicated. So, so no, we just keep it pretty basic. I mean, we're, you know, most of the time we're a straight man-to-man team. And, uh, you know, just like you said, I mean, we really work hard at the fundamentals of it and guys just being connected. You know, it's, you know, Coach, I mean, if you got four guys doing the right thing and one not, you're going you're gonna to have some problems. And so it's just that's right. uh, a matter of getting all, all five guys on the same page and dialed in and connected and, you know, knowing what we're doing specific to certain teams, you know, game plan wise, what we're going to just some little differences or wrinkles that you throw in for one team defensively that you maybe don't guard another team that same way. So, um, but yeah, res presents a lot of challenges. You know, they've got a little bit of everything. They've got a, a good young point guard. They've got the six, eight kid that you mentioned, you know, before I came on here that hit that three. And so, uh, you know, if he stays outside and shoots a bunch of threes, we'll be happy about that. Uh, we <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, but, but, yeah, so we'll have to be on our A game for sure defensively. That's right. Mike, with the uh, the BM, you played everybody in the league, of course, one league lost this year to Rez. Um, is there a sneaky team in there that if you said, okay, I mean, everybody's looking at, of course, uh, uh, you guys and Rez Christian, the two leaders in the conference, as you guys get ready for the championship game. But is there another Patriot League team you'd say, hey, look out for them in the playoffs. They might be sneaky. Yeah, you know, I think our, our league was deeper this year than it's been sure. for, since I can remember. I really do. I think, you know, five or six teams were really pretty good. And so you look at, you know, Highland, who we just played the other night, and uh, I hadn't seen them, you know, on film because we hadn't played them for several years. And so they're they're a team. You know, they've got four kids that can score um, and make tough shots. You know, it's not just open shots. they got some kids that can create their own and make some difficult shots. And I still think, uh, you know, Eaton and University, I mean, you know, obviously University and uh, Rez had a great game last night, and with the – Tate Chacon kid who's capable of just, you know, filling it up. They're dangerous. And I think Eaton is still one of those teams that if those guys get rolling, you know, they can they can beat just about anybody. And they've got some of those kids that came off the state championship football team. So, you know, they know what it's like to compete in big games. So I'd definitely watch out for some of those guys. Now, now, Mike, going into the, you know, finals of the tournament, but you know you're going to be playing in, in regionals. Do, are you one of those coaches that goes and looks at the uh, – all the teams throughout the state and tries to figure out where everybody's going? <laughs> you know, I don't do that as much as I used to. Uh, it's hard not to take a peek. You know, it is hard not to take a peek and you kind of say, hey, you know, if this is if the state tournament was coming out today, this is kind of where we'd be. But obviously some, you know, and that's just it. With the RPI, things are going to change some, but not a lot. I mean, at this point in the season, you know, they're not going to change a ton. Right. And so you can get somewhat of an idea. But, yeah, that just that kind of stuff keeps you awake at night. So I've learned to maybe give it a peek here and there and then just kind of let the chips fall where they may. <laughs> and there's always an upset in one of the regions that just yeah. throws that state bracketing, you know, into disarray. Uh, I mean, I'll go back to 2020 when uh, Lutheran was upset in in their region. Um, mm-hmm. By manual, and lo and behold, guess who gets to play Lutheran first? Right, you, you know? exactly. <laughs> exactly. No, so. it's crazy. Yeah, you never know. And so, yeah, like I said, just try to kind of take care of your own business and uh, see what happens. But you know, as you as you know, I mean, sometimes heck, that stuff's sometimes overrated as well. I mean, you want to have it's all about the matchups, and we've been a one before, and 
and not won it, and we've been a 10 before and won it. So, you know, you, you, just, you, you never know. <laughs> Mike, we appreciate your time, man. Good luck. Uh, we'll catch you out on the court on uh, Saturday at the BEC. Should be a ton of fun out there. But uh, thanks for giving us some time today. Sounds good, guys. Appreciate it. All right, there is uh, Mike Holloway, the Sterling head coach, Sterling Tigers, the number two seed in the tournament against number one Resurrection Christian tonight at the Budweiser Event Center. After UNC basketball, about 8.15, we should get into the mix in that one. Res has beaten Sterling four of the last five, including the regular season matchup 56-53 earlier this year. Oh, it's going to be a good one tonight on Preps Radio. One final in already in the girls' side. 9 a.m. game this morning. Valley beats Strasburg 55-50. That's a girls' score. So Valley claims the seventh-place finish in the Patriot League on the girls' side. Thank you today to uh, Eddie Lemos, a state champion wrestler for Resurrection Christian, Sidney Leffler, the freshman out of Colorado Mesa, and Mike Holloway, the Sterling head coach. I'm Clark Johnson. We'll talk to you guys again. Northern Colorado's Voice 103.1 and 1310 KFKA.